Spirit Radio Podcasts. I'm delighted to welcome back into studio this morning Solomon Arabout, who's pastor at the Christian Community Church in Arklow, and he's going to talk about this question that Jesus asked his disciples and, and a question that he probably asks us if we listen. Uh, who do you say that I am? Now, if Jesus was standing in front of you now and asked you that question, who do you say that I am? What do you reckon you would say? Well, it's great to have Pastor Solomon to chat about this with me. Morning, Pastor. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well, Wendy. How are you keeping? I'm doing great. So what about that? If Jesus was standing in front of you and he said to you, Solomon, who do you say that I am? What would your answer be? My answer will be this. The word Christ is the anointed one. And that word uh, uh, is all the Messiah. In in Hebrew, it's what the, the Messiah. For Hundreds of years, all the prophets, the Jewish prophets were telling the people, a Messiah is coming and it's coming to set you free from oppression. It's coming to set you free from all of your problems and it's going to give you a life of bliss and rest. That is what all the prophets said. And people probably didn't have uh, in their minds when they thought about this prophet, a carpenter's son. No, no, that was not the deal. They want someone to come and crush the Romans, send the Romans out of the Jewish land and bring total freedom and and, and they'll be able to live in their land as free people because in the days of Jesus, uh, the Jewish people were, uh, they were under Roman occupation occupation so that was uh so what they were thinking of basically was we're going to be free from romans and now so when jesus was asking that question and they were wondering oh uh, uh who do you think i am uh, you sound like one of the prophets uh you are you i think you're isaiah some people say you're isaiah some people say you're elijah and when he threw the question to the disciples because sometimes when we answer god's question we are looking at god from our perspective and we have some filters that affect or distort the image and sometimes when you look from a crisis point of view you are looking from a problem point of view you are looking from all manner of experiences you've heard it could affect your definition of christ and that is what happened to the disciples that day and we will see we could see that when peter came up and said you are the christ the son of the living god jesus had to tell peter flesh and blood has not revealed this to you you didn't get this from your circumstance you didn't get this from your local knowledge your god he said but my father in heaven has revealed this to you and this is very important all of us need to get that inner revelation of christ through god not through our circumstance not through our culture when the revelation comes from god it becomes an holistic view of christ and let me tell you something your perception of christ will determine your experience of christ and your outcome for example Even in Nazareth, Jesus could do no mighty works in his hometown. Why? Because he was only perceived as the son of Joseph the carpenter, not as a son of the living God. How do we try to analyze our perception then in that case? Because images or ideas of who Jesus was, they're coming at us from all different angles, Pastor Solomon, whether it's, you know, satire in a cartoon, whether it's a story uh, we heard as we were children. Uh, There's so many different ideas of who Jesus was. That's true. How do we get the authentic one? I think it's from the Word of God. The Bible is the oldest book with the latest news. And it is very, very important. Actually, I must also tell you, the number one bestseller of all times is the Bible. 
when archaeologists want to get some certain information around the period, certain periods are relevant to the Bible, they go to the Bible sometimes and go to it. It is very, very important that we understand that the Bible is God's, uh, is God's love letter to us. Is explaining his past. So it's very important to know what did Jesus say about himself? What does the Bible say about Jesus Christ? Now, there's historic knowledge, cultural knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's not good enough. Go to the scriptural knowledge and go and check it from scriptures. And this is very, very important because a lot of people say, oh, somebody told me that this is who Christ is. Somebody told, that's fair enough. But have you read the Bible? Just read the Bible yourself and see. That's how I live my life. My perspective of Christ came from scripture. And I found that sometimes this historic knowledge or the cultural knowledge that I had of Jesus Christ was a little diminished, you know. Or people told me, oh, Jesus, like 2,000 years ago, he was a good guy. Or he died for your sins and all. But Jesus is still relevant today. I'll tell you something. In Time magazine in 2014, at 2014, yeah, two German professors carried out a research on who is the greatest a human being that ever lived on earth. They came to a conclusion that Jesus Christ is the greatest and they gave the reason. They said there is no human being that has ever lived on earth that after 2,000 years after his death, over 2 billion people claim to be following him. He said, without a shadow of a doubt, Jesus was relevant then and he's even more relevant now. Now, this is, this is very important. We have to go back to the scriptures and look at it. Jesus I was telling them when we had uh, the Easter break in church, I said, Jesus did not just die for you. He died as you. He didn't, die, he didn't go on the cross for you. He went as you. And when he rose, he also rose as you. All these understandings changed my perspective of Jesus Christ as being a distant man that lived 2,000 years ago that has died and done good works. No, it's relevant to me today. And that has changed my experience. It's a very interesting way to think about it because that big question, who do you say that I am? I mean, a lot of people listening or perhaps for both of us at different times, um, we wouldn't be able to answer with it because of that kind of disconnect. That's true. And when you put it like that, Pastor Solomon, in terms of there is no person who's ever lived on this earth who's had more influence, who we're still talking about thousands of years later, and wherever you're at in your faith journey, that has to be something that we have to stand back and go, like, that is significant. It is. Um, it is. But where do you go from there? If you've never opened a Bible in your life, for example. One of the things I'll tell you is, I, I've heard people ask me that question, and I want you to know that you're not a biological accident. You're not a sexual error. You're a creature of destiny. God, a creative God, a definite God, a living God, made up his mind to create you. I tell people, Ask God. Say, Lord, I'm, I'm sure I, I didn't just fall off from the sky. There's a purpose for my life. And Lord, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. I just want you to know that I want to, I mean, he's our source. I tell people, when you, from your heart, ask God to show himself to you and to come into your heart, you will experience the love and the warmth of God. I tell people to do that. I also ask them that there are people around you that you can see their lifestyle that are, that are really pointing you to Christ. Ask questions because if you feel that, oh, I don't have enough, ask people around you. There are people around. Ireland is such a lovely place. There's no place, small town you can get. There's no church in. There are churches there. There are people there that, I mean, align with Christ. Ask questions sit back look at the bible is what they are saying to you aligned with the bible and i can tell you listen to spirit radio 
if you don't know what to do about listening to Spirit Radio every single day, believe me, you will come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and you will get the warmth and the love of God. So that's another practical way. Listen to Spirit Radio. You'll get it right. Well, of course, I, I like that practical yeah. example, Pastor <laughs> Solomon. What about another situation? And the question we're asking for us is, who do you say that I am? Which Jesus asked his disciples. What about somebody listening who would say, you know, at one point in my life, I could have easily answered that question in the way that Peter answered it. But now I, I can't because of circumstances or maybe suffering or different experience. In other words, someone who had a very strong knowledge, faith, understanding of who God is, but now, you know, cannot even remember what that was like. Yeah. You see, uh, life is full of crisis. And one thing I must tell you is this. Jesus even said, it, in this world, you will have tribulations. And so problems has a way of knocking us down. We've all faced problems. As long as you're on this earth, we will face problems. And that is very, very important. And the problem most of the time, it affects our perception and our convictions. Because sometimes in our lives, we've never imagined ourselves in certain circumstances and some dangerous or sad event comes to our life. And then you say, what is this? Where is God in all this mess? And it happens to everybody. Now, I want to encourage whoever is listening this morning and you're disillusioned right now and you're, you're sort of fed up of, about God or you're sick and tired of being sick and tired or whatever you're going through, I have been there too before. I've been in that dark place and I've seen some circumstances that don't stack up, that all the promises in the Bible seem as though they, they, they are not true. It actually seems as if God has gone on a very long trip or holiday. And sometimes I've prayed and it's as though my voice is not heard by God. And I'm a pastor and I'm telling you the truth. And I have to stand every Sunday to tell people that God is real. The word of God is true. But I hear a voice within me telling me, you're lying. Or my circumstance, I go back home, I see my problem and my situation has not changed. And I look at all those things and they're telling me, you're a liar. The word of God is not true. God has, not, God has left you. This is what I did. I began to replay in my mind past victories. I began to replay in my mind those little prayers that God has answered. I began to replay in my mind the stories of goodness of God in the life of my friends and the people around me. And from that, I began to get hope. And that began to revive my heart. And I began to see changes in my life as a result of all these things. Problems, they are not going to go away in this world. As long as we are in this world, we will face problems. But I have good news for you. Every problem has an expiry date. No problem lasts forever. No night lasts forever. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.